0: Most of you have been around here for a while. Even if you're newer, I think you already have a good introduction and awareness of what we're doing here in Interlight Ministries. What are we doing here in Interlight Ministries? We're waking up and going home to God. Period. That's it. Everything else that happens in the process is just everything else. It really doesn't matter. Seriously. It really doesn't matter. So why do we make it matter so much? That's what makes all the pain and the disturbance. Is what what we make of it. That's it. That's it. Do you realize that? That truly the disturbance is only because of what we make of it? There's really nothing to blame. You can't blame this on God. You can't blame this on the devil. Really, there's nothing to blame, not even yourself. This is simply what we make of everything. And we can change what we make of everything. We've never, ever been disempowered. You think you give your power away? Bullshit. Nobody can give their power away. But what we do is express our power, which is simply our loving, our living essence. God made the soul in the likeness of God. God is a creator. We are creators made in the image of God. There's no difference other than maybe God's a bigger creator and we're little ones. But a lot of the times our lives and the things we've created don't seem so little. We make a big deal of it. You want your life to be easier? Stop making such a big deal of it. Start shrinking it down to size. Start enjoying life. Haven't you been getting tired yet of always processing and trying to get rid of all the negative stuff? Being stressed out all the time, being worn out from it, thinking now if I could just get rid of this, I'd be better, I'd be happier. And then you finally get through something and then something else shows up and you wonder when is it ever going to end? Anybody not having that experience? Notice I said not having. I didn't say yet. Because everybody's doing that. Life really is what we make of it. Stop making anything of it. And focus rather on going home to God. That's it. What do we hear Jim say all the time? God first and God only. So how about if we start making about God only? Not even God first, just God only. And if we do that, everything else would take care of itself. Everything, all the stuff you've been so concerned about, make it about God. Not about the stuff, not about even handling the stuff. Make it about God. You want a life of service? We say this is a threefold path meditation, self study, and service then everything you do, make it about God, and that is the greatest service you could ever do for yourself and anybody else and this whole world and all every, every aspect of this creation. You, the soul, through your loving, serves all of creation. The plant life, the mineral kingdom, the animal life, all of it. You, the soul, including this body. The body is part of the animal nature. The soul is simply utilizing it as a vehicle to have experience in this world. But stop making it about the world. Stop trying to even get it right, including this spiritual path. Stop trying to get it right. Do you want to know a lot of the reasons I, ask, I act like such an idiot? Seriously. Do you want to know why? Because I am an idiot. You knew that part. Because as I learned so many years ago when I was trying to be so serious, I was depressed and trying so hard to get it right, get my karmas done, get the heck out of here and get home to God. Well, it's kind of like that whole thing, it's about the journey, not the destination, right? It's about all of it. Don't make it one thing or another. That's all polarity. It's all of it. It is the journey and it is about God because guess what? The journey is about God. So you can't call it one thing or another. It's all about God anyway. We just simply have lost our focus of what it's truly about. That's all. We have made it about the world and that's why we have made it such a big deal let's start making it about God again. I just simply act goofy, not only because it's fun, but it is also because it gives other people, that's you, permission to stop being so serious and being so strict. And what usually comes with that? Why are you serious and strict with yourself? That's all dealing with judgment. Because you are judging yourself in some way, shape, or form, usually because you're not getting it right. You're not worthy. You're not this. You're not that. Take the word not out. You are worthy. You are this. You are that. You are loving. You are accepting. You are forgiving. That's what the soul is. So how can you not be that? You can't. You've just been pretending to be something other than loving, accepting, and forgiving. You've been pretending your whole life. Are you getting tired of pretending? Or do you want to start really being the truth of who you are and getting real? Because when you get real then you really will know that you are loving, accepting, forgiving, and you will start to have more joy and freedom and fun. They all go together. And this is what I really meant when I started off before the meditation saying, let's do something different this time. Let's just start getting real. Pretty much all of you here have been doing this for a while. You know the teachings. You know the techniques. Very simple. Meditation, an LAF acronym. That's it. That's the core of what we do in ILM. It's all about God. That's it. So you know it. You know the principles. You know the teachings. You know the technique. You kind of know how to do it. And I say kind of because if you really did, you would be awake to God already. So all we're doing is discovering more of how we can really live the loving and the acceptance and the forgiveness so that we can be awake to God, which is going home. Going home to God is being awake to God. It's the same thing. It's just that it we refer to it that way because it is a process of awakening. That's why it's often referred to as a journey. But how many times have we heard Jim say... One day we're going to wake up and realize we never left the heart of God. Have you ever given that serious thought or contemplation? Or do you just take a lot of the words we say in here as just fanciful or nice? Maybe it's time to take these things more seriously and start living them. So we can really start to wake up and really know that truth and have the freedom that comes with it. In other words, stop taking life so seriously. That's the flip side of it. When you make it about God, you will stop taking life so seriously. Instead of working so hard on life, How about just enjoying more being in the divine, living, loving presence of God? That's really the simple way, the easy way, the graceful way. It really doesn't have to be hard, you guys. The hard part, again, is because we make it hard, and we make it hard because of all the self-judgments. That's all it boils down to. You know, self-judgments come out of fears, We have the fears and then we judge ourselves about the fears we have, no matter what they are. So I'm going to put out an intention this retreat, to go for it, to start doing it. If you've been holding back, stop holding back and start going for it. We're going to do two and a half hours a day of meditation. We're going to do contemplative exercises in the afternoon. We're going to have time for Q&A. Start utilizing the Q&A. You guys here in the Midwest, do not utilize the Q&A enough. You hold back. Don't look at Q&A as just trying to get information. The last Austin retreat, I redefined Q&A. Instead of question and answer, I started calling it clearings and awakenings that's what this is about Jim and I here to assist to serve you we've already done it and we are only back here the only reason Jim and I are back here now is to serve you that really truly wanna go home and wake up It's the only reason we're here so stop wasting your time thinking about it, learning about it, and start doing. That's why we're on retreat. This is the best place. We're here. We can do it. So even during the Q&As, I'm inviting you to start utilizing it, to get through some of that stuff that's blocking you, where you feel held back, suppressed, shut down, Use Gemini to support you in that awakening process. Be willing to open up and surrender and cry your guts out if you need to. We all are going to go through that at some point. A lot of us already have. But we've got to keep going. If you haven't woken up and seen the face of God yet and know the truth of the divine living loving essence that you are, then you've got more to do. And that's a wonderful thing. But it's up to you to do it. But Jim and I want you to know we are here truly to serve you in doing that. Utilize the support and assistance you have physically as well as spiritually. That's why we're here sharing. That's why we're doing this. Those of you that are meditating regularly, don't you still find you get stuck and have challenges? I know I do to this day. Jim and I talk all the time. We support each other in moving through our own little personal processes. So why aren't you doing the same with us? Now, I'm not saying to come to approach us and ask us to do it for you. I'm not saying to come to us and whine and complain about everything. I'm saying to utilize us in such a way to assist you to get through those painful blocks where you have shut down or suppressed yourself. Because that's all it is. You've got to take responsibility and acknowledge that, that you have shut yourself down. Yeah, maybe you've had The instances in life where you feel like somebody else shuts you down. Whether as a child, an adult, an adolescent, whenever. Because that's what the world will do. It will try to shut us down. Because that's all it can do is try. It can only shut us down if we allow it to. So who's really doing the shutting down then? You're not giving your power away. You're shutting down the expression of your power. That's what's really going on when we use these things like giving our power away. You ain't giving it away. You simply suppressed it. Pushed it down. Trying to hold it down. And that is painful. That's the funny thing. Letting go is way easier than trying to hang on and keep pushing it down. And believe me, once you let it go and it moves, that's a lot more enjoyable too. The pain can go very quickly. I can't tell you how many times I've heard people say how scared they were to go do such and such a thing because how much fear and worry and concern they had about the outcome. But it was all that fear and concern and worry about the outcome that created all their pain and angst And then when they finally got up the nerve to go do it, it was done like that, and all of a sudden they felt better and they were free. Haven't you already been one of those people who have done that in some part of your life? Some small ways, some very big ways. So since you already know how that works, and you've already had experience, why don't you keep doing that? Why do you hold back in other parts of your life in other parts of your consciousness. What's your big fear? Really, what are you so scared of? Write that in your journal. What are you so scared of? Or if you want to write it in your journal, say, what am I so scared of? What is my fear? In other words, this can be a very empowering process because if you ask that question, you are willing to look. And if you're willing to look, then you're giving yourself the opportunity to actually now get free of that fear. If you're not willing to look, you ain't gonna get free of it. Because the fear will run you and you'll do everything you can to avoid it, deny it, push it away, stuff it down, as you've already been doing. And you'll keep doing. Until you finally are willing to ask yourself, what am I so afraid of? Oh my God. Am I really willing to open that door? Am I really willing to open the door to fear? Wait a minute, I thought you said, let's make this about God. Who says fear is not part of God? I didn't say that. All you've heard me say over the years is what I'm saying now. Is we're willing to surrender to fear and look at fear is how we will find our freedom through the fear. In our unwillingness to look is our own condemnation that shuts down the door to God. Did you realize your fears are your doorway to God? What? Are you shitting me? Yep, I'm shitting you. Or am I? Do you really believe that I'm awake to God just because I said I was? Or because maybe Jim said I was? Well, maybe you would believe him, but... How do you know? Is that part of your fear? Do I trust this guy? Do I believe this guy? Do you just say I'm putting up with him because Jim's putting up with him? Why the heck would Jim put up with me if he didn't know the truth? And I'm not really making this about me. I'm saying, what are your Perspective? What are your judgments? What are your concerns about what I say? What about Jim says? What about Stephen says? What about ILM? What is Interlight Ministries, this organization, really doing? What does it really stand for? Well, so far we haven't taken all your money. We don't even ask for tithing, other than your time to God. And that's not for us though. We've even thrown the guidelines out as of tonight. I hope you realize over all the years the freedom that we try to give and demonstrate in ILM rather than take away as most places in the world do. To try to control and make you do it our way. That's usually where people get scared and start defining places or things or people as cults. Can tell you how many times I've heard people say, We need to make sure you weren't a cult. We are a cult. We're a cult for God. We don't have a secret hideaway. We're just down the road from Waco, but we ain't in Waco. Those are considerations. I bring them up tonight because they are. They're serious considerations that people in the world, and you may have been one of them at some point, maybe still are, or other family members, have concerns. But how do you handle concerns, worries, fears, how do you handle them? Do you believe what everybody says, or are you one of those people who goes and has your own experience to find out for yourself? Have you been living your life according to others' opinions? or you've been living your life according to your experience. Well, if you want to find God and if you want to experience freedom, I would suggest to start discovering your own opinions through your experience. So, maybe it's time to get serious here but in a different way than maybe you've been doing. Do you really want your freedom? Do you really want soul liberation? Do you really want to go home to God, to wake up and know what God is and who you are as a divine child of God? Do you really want it? Or is this just a game to you or a nice social group? Or is it just another church? Because we're not a church. This time on retreat, besides the time in meditation, take the time for yourself to ask yourself some questions. Be serious about the questions, be playful with the way you go about getting your answers. Be ever watchful of your experience. You become more aware of how you are creating your life and be aware of how you are opening to the experience of the divine. It only works if you really give it your attention. If you come to this retreat and blow off the exercises, I've done these before, I'm not going to bother doing the meditative exercises we do in the afternoon. I'm going to go sit and do my emails instead or go for a walk and look at nature instead of doing the spiritual exercises that they suggest doing. Well, that's up to you. That's why I throw out the guidelines because the more I realize I kept talking about the guidelines, people seem to get turned off. You guys... I don't know if you know how serious I really am about God. That's where my seriousness is. Because that's the only thing that matters to me, really. I do everything I can all the time to live that, to serve that, and to serve that in you. Let's play, but stop playing around. And really get down to business here. Start going for it. Let's dig down and get in there. Dig the shit up. And love the shit. Instead of condemning it all the time. Isn't it great when you can make jokes and laugh about all the crap you've gone through in life? That's where the jokes are fun. Because if you could laugh about it, that's a demonstration. You have done the work and set yourself free from it. If you can't, you've got more work to do and you're not free from it. And don't kid yourself. Don't pretend anymore. Don't go spouting off all the ILM-isms like you know it. Take this stuff and live it. Don't say, well, Jim and Brian said. Rather, take that and awaken to the experience and say, I know because I have experience, not because Jim and Brian said. That's what we want. We don't want you to be parrots. We want you to be living demonstrations. You have to own it for yourself. If you keep putting it back on Jim and Brian, you're disowning. That's fine if you have not woken up to it and experience it yourself. Well, Jim and Brian said, and I'm working with that to my own benefit in awakening. and awakening. I still have more experience yet to have with that. That's a great statement because it is a true one. But if you have now woken up and experienced a lot of what we share here, then start claiming it. Start claiming it. But don't claim it if you haven't really. Because when you kid yourself, you just set yourself up for another great fall. You've probably had enough of those. You're probably tired of those. When you really live truthfully, it doesn't matter if you fall. In truth, you can't fall. How can you fall when you're floating free? There's nothing to trip on. How can you fall? when you don't have the karma pulling you down and you're free. You can't. But you've got to wake up and be honest and truthful. Don't act like, you know what, don't pretend anymore. Start getting real with yourself. And as you do that, you're gonna be real with the people around you. And I'll tell you what, people will really love you the more real and honest you are. But that's only a reflection of how much you really love yourself and love God. That's how it works. You want others to love you? Love yourself. You really love yourself, you'll see people coming up to you, even strangers, saying how much they love and appreciate you. I don't know what it is about you, but I just really like you. You're so weird, but I like that about you. Some of you know what I'm talking about already. If you want more of it, then love yourself more. Let God in, because God expresses through every single soul and through all of God's creation. Not just the soul and the body, but the spirit, the living essence in all of creation will honor that spirit in you the more you honor the spirit in you. That's how it works. It's pretty nice. It's very nice. God isn't just closing our eyes and going into meditation and waking up to God inside. It's also having our eyes open and waking up to God and all of God's expression but to see God in all the expression, not all the individualized expression, but rather God in all of it. That's how it's always about God. It doesn't matter if the eyes are open or eyes are closed. You want it all. It's just that there's a time to take where we do close our eyes stop looking at the expression and rather begin to look at the creator of the expression but it certainly helps to look at the creator in all of expression to support us 24-7 God only God only so I'm simplifying Jim's talk we'll take out the God first and just say God only Just like to let go and let God. And a few years ago, I think I tried to change it around to let God and let go. Well, let's take off the let go and just say let God, let God, let God. Because really, what's there to let go of? You know how we talk, it's always just a reflection, it's just an illusion, it's not real. So what the heck is there to let go of? Seriously, what is there to let go of? But unless we truly see it all as God and we need to keep working on seeing it all as God. God only, God only, God only. Even in the darkness, even in your fear, God is in that. I'll go back to as I said a little bit ago. Those fears you have, the things you've suppressed, the concerns, the things you've made so big in your life, are always doorways into God. So why do you keep shutting the door and holding it closed? Maybe it's time now to open those doors, walk through those fears, those areas of darkness inside. That's all fear is, is areas of darkness. Well, how do you think the light goes into the darkness? Because you are that light, and you are the one who has to open the door to bring yourself into there to bring light to the darkness. But it's the darkness in your own consciousness. Don't make this about the world, make it about your consciousness, and as you do, the world's taken care of. Stop trying to save the world. Just take care of yourself in a loving way, not a selfish way, not a self-centered way. Because when you really love yourself and take care of yourself, you are automatically going to share that loving with other selves. True service comes from that place. If you're trying to be of service to help others, And you're doing it to feel good about yourself. That's just saying there's something missing. Something's empty that you haven't filled up yourself and you're trying to do it through others in the world around you. Nothing wrong with that. It's just that it never fills that empty space. So we're always trying to help somebody else, help somebody else, help somebody else until we're ragged and still thinking and judging ourselves that we still have not done enough. We have anybody in here like that. Don't raise your hand. Otherwise we'll judge you. And then hopefully forgive you. And then hopefully forgive ourselves for judging you. And then accept ourselves for how much judgment we do. Isn't it funny, all the games? I know, we do all this stuff. It gets to be a lot of work. Which is okay. Okay. But eventually we got to realize, okay, what am I doing all this work for? How can I really work it and maybe simplify it? How can I just do the loving and maybe utilize a tool or a key here and there instead of all the time? You guys didn't know how much I processed in the years before. Well, Jim got a taste of it on the tail end of it but that's when I was serious and depressed. We talk about processed food, oh my God, how about processed consciousness? It's over-processed. So again, I just invite you during this retreat to really go for it, to take advantage of the time that you have here, to make it about God, inside of you, instead of all these things in the world. Sure, enjoy the nature, but don't go out to just enjoy the nature. Go out and enjoy God, and then the nature will truly be served as well. Be aware this whole time where your focus is, why you're even focusing where you are. What is it you're really looking for? Why are you doing that? Why, 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 why? Well the reason I ask is because if you ask yourself and start to answer that, it can sometimes assist you in becoming more aware of what you're doing, of how you distract yourself. And then you can go, oh, well maybe I could begin to focus differently so I'm not distracting myself from God, but rather not refocusing myself, refocusing myself on and into God. That's where questions like that can be very valuable. And find your own balance. We're all in different places in here. We're not all on the same place. Some of us will be happy and elated and others will be in pain and crying all at the same moment. Let wherever you're at be just fine because that's where you're at. Don't try to make it different. Rather allow it and love where you're at and allow it just to move on its own rather than trying to change it. Oh my God, that's also called acceptance which is a very loving action and a very powerful one. It really is up to you. We or anybody else cannot do it for you, but we can certainly support you. Do you really want it, this life? Or do you just say that? Because if you really want it, you're going to back it up then with your actions. And that's what I'm encouraging, is really taking greater action now. Get honest. Be willing. Your greatest fear. If you're scared to reveal your personal dark secrets, start revealing them right here in the group give everybody here an opportunity to judge you. I mean, love, accept, and forgive you. Well, we all do it already anyway. We all do. Why let that run you anymore? If you hold back because you're afraid of people judging you, who is it again who's holding back? Yeah, but they're judging me. Who gives a crap what they're doing? That's their problem. So are you going to allow your fear of them judging you to hold you back so you're going to stay a trapped soul and not liberate yourself, not wake up, not go home to God because you're afraid of somebody else judging you? Well, judge them back if it makes you feel better then. That's what we normally do, and then we get in a fight. Again. There's a great one right there. What are you afraid of? I'm afraid of somebody judging me. Well, then do that very thing to get through your fear. I did. I took opportunity after opportunity right in front of the group. Just right there to process my own personal stuff. I get some great insights, and move some energy, and then everybody else would come up after the sharing on the break and try to save me because of how harsh it was. And I'm going, oh my God, are you kidding? That wasn't harsh, it was the best thing. I feel liberated. Now that you're trying to save me, I feel like you're trying to shut me down again. So if you're one of those people who try to save somebody who goes through their stuff, why are you trying to save them? What are you so afraid of? Why are you afraid? Why do you think they need to be saved? You know who I'm talking to. A lot of us do that in this group. We try to save somebody because they're in emotional pain. Well, why are you trying to save them? Why do you feel like you have to save somebody when they're in emotional pain? You ever ask yourself that? Why can't you just feel bad with them? Why can't you just feel bad with them? because you're too afraid of your own bad feelings. There's your fear. So instead of trying to save somebody, why not begin to save yourself from your own fears of why you feel like you need to save somebody else? Because that's what's running. I'm sorry, I know a lot of you think you're doing good, but you're actually creating a distraction from your own fear And if the other person allows it that you're trying to save, you're going to distract them from their own process of healing that inside of themselves. I've seen it. I see it regularly in this group as well as a lot of others. Somebody's crying and in their pain and somebody jumps in trying to take care of them. I'm saying that because also what I'm asking during this retreat, please not to do that. Allow the person to go through their pain because it is the only way they are going to get free from it is to go through it. And if you try to save them, you often will shut that down and they'll stop midway and then they're stuck with their pain. Have you noticed Jim and I don't try to save somebody when they're in it? We encourage them to keep going through it to get to the other side. We will sit there and listen, not trying to say, oh, oh, that's okay, that's okay, honey. Don't worry, you'll get over it. What the hell good does that do? And I mean that. If you do that with others, more than likely you're doing that with yourself. Are you one of those people when you're in pain? You go, that's okay, that's okay, I'll get through this. It'll be better. Well, sure, it will be. But why not, since that's what's present, be present with it in love and accept and be with that? instead of just trying to convince yourself it'll be better. You really wanna heal? You really wanna get free? Right now I'm sharing a way to do that. Don't interfere with somebody's process and don't interfere with your own. That's the true taking care of yourself and that's a great way to be of service to others is to leave them alone when they're in the midst of their stuff. Now, leaving them alone doesn't mean you have to ignore them. You can be there with them, hug them, love them, but leave them alone from trying to save them and you be their savior. Do you guys understand what I'm talking about? If not, start to look and during Q&A and I'll ask questions. We want to move through these things, not stop these things. You've got to work through the pain to get liberated. And part of that working through is accepting it and letting it be okay. Instead of reacting and thinking, oh my God, that's so terrible, something's wrong. Well, sh- yeah, shit, no kidding. Hell yeah, there's something's wrong, otherwise they wouldn't be bawling their eyes out but let them ball their eyes out and move the energy till it is done. Don't prolong it and don't get in the way. Encourage it. Yeah, go for it, man. Another tear or a bucket of them. Whatever you need, do it. Be a cheerleader rather than a savior. Encourage one another rather than distract one another. This is how we can all support each other. Because in a group, it's going to happen. Pay attention to how you participate. Pay attention to that, because that's a big part of all this. You'll see in your outer expressions, in your communications, in your actions, what you do to either live God more fully and make it about God, Or what you do to distract yourself from God and get in the way from living God. This is just one area I'm just talking about right now. But as we all know during retreats, especially, a lot of areas show up. But I'm just trying to prepare a way that we can have a clear space to go for it. And to really let the energy move rather than shutting it down and stopping the process, but that we can take this time in retreat to really heal, to really awaken, to really love, to really know God in greater ways than what we have before. That's why I'm here. Why are you here?